Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading of Psalm 130 on page 65 in the Black Appleton Psalter. Please stand as you are able. Out of the depths have I called to you, O God, hear my voice. Let your ears consider well the voice of my supplication. For there is forgiveness with you, therefore you shall be feared. I wait for you, O God. My soul waits for you, more than centuries for the morning, more than centuries for the morning. O oh, Israel, wait upon God, for with God there is mercy. With God there is plenteous redemption. God shall redeem Israel from all their sins.
My father's name was John Henry. Some of you here may not know the cultural significations of that name. John Henry was a folk hero. Legend has it that John Henry was a steel-driving man. With a 40-pound hammer and Herculean strength, John Henry outpaced a steam-powered drill through the side of the mountain. It was not a machine or any other tool of industrialization that built the railroads through America, but instead it was a powerful black man his name was John Henry. Railroad workers around the turn of the 20th century immortalized John Henry in work songs. John Henry went to the tunnel, steam hammer by his side. He beat that drill to the end of the tunnel, and then he laid down his hammer and died. According to early University of North Carolina sociologists Guy Johnson and Howard Odom, John Henry was a black Ulysses, a larger-than-life character of brute strength, champion of labor, and a moral exemplar of success. He refused to give up the race until he declared victory. Only death could cause him to lay his hammer down. My father lived up to his name. Like the legend of John Henry, he struck an intimidating pose. He had an 18-inch neck, 230-pound barrel chest, the jaw and the beard of a lumberjack, such a look made it challenging to vacation with my father when we were kids. <laughs> Quite often, children would approach him asking for his autograph, believing him to be the professional wrestler, the junkyard dog. But more important than his build, what I remember most about my father as a child was his work ethic. He seemed to carry the weight of the world on those broad shoulders. As an early air traffic controller, he regulated the flow of traffic in and out of the world's busiest airport in Atlanta. Labor experts consider this one of the five most stressful professions. Couple this with the strike in 1981 where Ronald Reagan fired 11,000 controllers across the nation for daring to demand better working conditions. My father had to spend five years working literally around the clock. I remember his work schedule well. 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And then 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. so I didn't see him much during those years. He was either a lump in the bed because he had just got home from work or we could smell his cologne because he just left for work. John Henry was a steel driving man. 
But as much as myths and legends might inspire, however, they can also inflict harm. As much as they might motivate, they also misrepresent grim realities. The saga of John Henry is a two-sided tale. It compels us to work hard and take pride. This is a beautiful thing, but at what cost? There has to be more to life than labor and toil. There has to be more to life than work and death. This was actually the original tune that the message of John Henry was trying to drive home. The real life John Henry wasn't a muscle-bound laborer, but rather he was a five-foot-one teenager from New Jersey. After the Civil War, he was arrested in Virginia, guilty of the quote-unquote black codes. These codes were designed to regulate the formerly enslaved. These laws were used to exploit the clause in the 13th Amendment that could re-enslave African Americans when they broke laws such as the ever applicable law loitering. And these prisoners were used to provide cheap, expendable labor to the railroad industry. And it was from the rock dust from the steam drills that would get in the lungs of diggers like John Henry who worked alongside of them. So the original work songs were not talking about a valiant race, but a grim fate. Prisoners were swinging, singing, and signifying, this job gonna kill us, just like old John Henry. Today, the medical field even has a name for ailments associated with black success. They call it John Henryism. Those of us in the community who strive against the odds and acquire success in the face of adversity often pay a high price in high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes. John Henry was a steel driving man. But at what cost? Love, appreciating beauty, time with family, inhaling not the dust of labor, but rather a range of life experiences. These are the lessons that my father taught me over the past two decades since his retirement. These are the warning alarms that he began to sound once Parkinson's disease began to diminish his body while enriching his spirit. Calling from Atlanta to talk about nothing, watching him play with grandchildren for hours on end, sitting next to him on the porch in North Carolina singing James Cleveland gospel classics. This is the John Henry I came to know. The one who fussed at me for working too hard, not too little. That's the John Henry I will remember. He didn't lay his hammer down on the morning of Sunday, December 17, 2017, when I was preaching in that pulpit. That's when he took his last breath. But he laid his hammer down long before that. He laid his hammer down so that he could pick up life, so that he could pick up love. 
He wants me to tell you this morning to do likewise. Amen. Please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer, which can be found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As you are able, please stand to sing the hymn, Morning Glory, Starlit Sky, number 345, number you and keep you. And on this day, may the Spirit descend upon you and give you strength to accomplish the good works that have been prepared for you. And also to empower you to radically love yourself, love your neighbor, and love God. Let the people of God say amen. Amen. amen.